from Hall H, it's Cape Crisis. All of that was a lie. The comic book <laughs> podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Oh, and we're also, oh, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Start it over. <laughs> Damn it. Now we're cooking with gas. Okay. And back again. Here he is. Uh, he's missed the last couple episodes. We missed him. Last Chris couple? Antista. Me? Chris Antista? Yeah! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Morning radio to the max. Yeah. Um, we've, we've missed you, Chris. Have you? Because I, yeah. I, I don't know how much I can contribute to the comics conversation this week. I have a list of jo- a long list of things I want to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's about it. And also that you want to play Maybe. Arkham Knight. Good God, yes. I've only had like three hours. Well, no, I played for about four to six hours yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I had one day to touch it since I've been back. And we're also here with uh, now the regular co-host... Yeah. I've taken your position, Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, Dave Rudden. And I've got Walking Dead stuff to talk about again. Ooh. It's the Walking Dave. Yeah. Dave Rudden. Well, yeah, uh, quick, just a programming note here. This will be a weirdo one, I'd say. But I wanted to record one for Comic-Con. And we're only on Friday of Comic-Con at the time of recording. And hopefully the second segment will be recorded after Comic-Con with the rest of the news. But... This let I'll be in old sunny Las Vegas gambling up a storm. Please don't. You're not a gambler. I'm a rich man now. Gamble. <laughs> he really isn't, but take your Patreon check you, and put it on black. Yeah. No, oh, don't man, do I'll any of that. No, and you're gonna play pathetic but video poker could, slot machines you that could are double it. That have a computer to trick you. Don't the, do that. Star Wars slots is gonna make oh, me you a know rich what? man. You're fool. You should play. You should play war. They have war at some casinos now. What? Yeah, what? which is like the closest to 50-50 odds wow. possible. War? And it's just, yeah, you know war? I, I know war, yeah. but I can't believe they have that. Because they found out a way that to make it slightly less than 50% odds, ah. and it's a, you can make it a casino game. Well, I go there to play. I go to casinos to play Konami's newest games because all they make are yeah. slot machine games and uh, mobile games. But, yeah, anyway, it's the, it's Friday is just over at Comic-Con, so we're already just two days into Comic-Con. The biggest stuff usually does happen Saturday, but there is still a ton of stuff for us to talk about. But first... I'm, I'm confident that Marvel won't tell us anything. Yeah, probably not. They, I am curious. Marvel panel. Comics there and not the studio? Yeah, Marvel Comics has a panel there. Okay, yeah. good. Or, I mean, the they studio. have a... They, well, Marvel's booth has always doubled as both. Yeah. Like, when they've had... Well, they've had I would say one's overshadowed the comics. Yes. Try and guess which one. Um, but same with at DC. DC's booth is for all of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill mm-hmm. will be signing there. Same with last year, the Ant Man guys were signing there. It was mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was it was uh, Mike Douglas's first ever Comic Con was last year. And oh, this <laughs> looks really great. And same with like this was Bill Murray's first Comic Con this year. Jesus. And there was this amazing photograph I saw. It was called mm-hmm. like the perfect Bill Murray Comic Con photo of him signing a guy's forehead, some bald dude's forehead. But you could see Bill Murray's face in the guy's mirrored sunglasses. It's a beautiful picture. Is he there for a reason, or is it just like Bill, uh, Bill I, Murray he's being promoting Bill Murray? a movie no one cares about? Yeah, it's just really? to have him there. Yeah, it's it's a big deal to have Bill Murray there. Like Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence, J Law, mm. she was freaking out to t- get a picture taken with Bill Murray. Mm. See, that's why we all love her. Mm. Yeah, she's like us, except hotter. <laughs> except, except beautiful. Except a gorgeous creature mm-hmm. from the heavens. Uh, with talent and a good career on the way. Yep, mm-hmm. she is everything. I don't think she'll ever need to use Patreon. But <laughs> <laughs> but hey, by the she way... She should use it to, uh, to, uh, to Patreon us. I don't know, what's mm. the... 
term. She, yeah, she should be a patron. Hey, J-Law, you want that uh, yeah. exclusive monthly hangout? How about mm-hmm. that? Oh, my God, we have to make good with those very soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, but 10000 bucks. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. what's that to you, J-Law? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure she is listening. <laughs> 10000 means a snack to you, but it means a big deal to us. It's a lot of <laughs> snacks for us. Um, all right, so what you... I never thought I'd be able to appropriate the lyrics to Mr. Wendell in a, a plea for <laughs> J-Law for money. Uh, what you been reading? Uh, because you made me. I just went and read the new Archie from I've Mark read Archie number one as well. Uh, Is that done with crazy art? No. Well, I mean, no, well, it's very un-Archie art. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing that struck me about it, and I don't know if I've said this a billion times. It's sort of like I'm reading through the book, and it's cute. It's fun. And mm-hmm. it's like, it, this didn't actually need new art. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's many, many, many other things about Archie that harken back to yeah. an era that the modern comic reader probably won't care about. Mm-hmm. And what they did was pretty interesting, where they, they set up a scene where like Betty and or Betty and Archie have been together since they were five. Yeah. And have just broken up and nobody knows why. Mm-hmm. The and, secret lipstick incident. Yeah. It, I, I'm only, I just finished it and that last panel was like, really? What? That was a little crass. Oh, what? The it's, Archie Archer? Off, it's Archie walking off in the distance. He's like, hi, I'm Archie Comics on... At Archie Comics on Twitter. Use hashtag lipstick incident. Archie spoke to people, broke the fourth wall of the comic to to tell his Twitter he, in a hashtag. He was speaking to people the entire issue. He like, was, he was. The, and yeah, I... Mark Wade built a cool Riverdale that everybody seemed more down to earth, I sure. thought. And that Archie, it's kind but of... But it's the, like, say this wasn't Archie and Mark Wade. And Mark Wade and Fiona Staples announced they're creating a book mm-hmm. that's PG and takes place in a high school where nothing of importance happens. Ah, uh, it's just Americana teen drama. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Why, would there be an interest there? Like, I was, I was just... I, here's the, what struck me as a notion. Mm-hmm. Uh, to take Archie, because there's one other franchise that did this very successfully... There was one other franchise that was seriously grounded in the roots of youth mm-hmm. uh, and then upped itself uh, in its fifth entry. Does that make any more sense? Archie what? should pull a Fast and the Furious. Oh. Fast and the Furious was a very yeah. grounded franchise, set, like mm. basically a high school drama. And then it moved into an international spy incident. And I think you should do the same thing <laughs> with the gang from Riverdale. Uh, I do like the Jughead character because as much Jughead as, was my favorite part. As much as I love Jughead, He's the funny one, but he's never been funny. Like, never. <laughs> like, not once uh-huh. in any Archie issue ever. Because... He was funny in Police Academy, too. What? what? So when uh, Steve Gutenberg went undercover as as a criminal named Jughead I... to infiltrate knowledge... uh, Bobcat Goldthwait's face. Is, wow. Dave only has this kind of knowledge for the even Police Academies, by the way. If you ask him <laughs> anything about City Under Siege, he has no idea. But... Yeah, no, <laughs> that is true. But Jughead, uh, Jughead's, like, sardonic in the book. Yeah. He's... He's really, he's kind of pissed off at everybody. Instead of being a pig, he's more like, F off, guys. Like, he has one like moment you. where he's treated like a pig and he turns it all down. Yeah, he's like, I ain't eating this food. Like, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he was I'm a meaner. I'm going to sell my friend out. He was a meaner jughead. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I also, I like, I mean, Fiona Staples' art's fantastic. It's I get, so good. I'd give the script a B and the art an A+. Plus. And Fiona builds... It's not just that she draws the regular cast as interesting people or, or makes, you know, Archie look like a cool, hip guy. Or making, you know, even Reggie look kind of interesting. And also, like, Becky look like the... Uh, Betty! By Becky... God, I can't believe I said that. Making Betty look like the perfect girl next door. That, like... Yeah. All of it she was smells amazing. like flowers and motor oil, and that she that can't happen. But Archie. it was also that she drew the other, she drew the entire 
school mm-hmm. very, very well. Like she did yeah. every, it was just a diverse group of people and body types behind her. I'm so used to the stock Archie look of Riverdale yeah. High that seeing, seeing that from a different I did like her Weatherby. Like yeah, I loved her Weatherby. And also that Mark Wade wrote Weatherby and just like, ugh, kids, I hate him. Like he's it's, not. I'm, I'm not taking issue with it, but it, it seemed to focus on a lot of, uh, I don't, I really don't want to sound like a fuddy duddy when I say this, but like, all of the characters I only know about through headlines and like <laughs> capitalizing on current events, those are the main characters. Instead, like Reggie's seen for one second. Yeah. Veronica isn't there. I Moose mean, Kevin, is mentioned. Kevin doesn't do much. Yeah, Kevin. Kev, well, Kevin and that other those other girls are there the whole time. They're yeah. like the main character. And I don't know their well, names. I don't know who they are. They're not the main characters. They're more like the Greek chorus to say like, <laughs> oh, what happened to... Archie and Betty, it's a... Uh, yeah, oh, it, Kevin has more lines than Jughead, I think. Yeah, I think so. But it's a slow introduction. Like, that's why Veronica isn't even there. They're saving mm-hmm. that for issue two of her arrival. Dude, did we just talk uh, for eight minutes about Archie? I'm still hung up about the, all the social media stuff. So I looked up lip, uh, hashtag lipstick incident, and it's got about 50 tweets mm-hmm. uh, related to it. I don't know if Archie Comics was... Like, did he? they just start that Twitter account with this comic? No. Or, okay. Is it a week? Well, it would have been like... Well, no, the, no, the, the hashtag the hashtag is like a couple days old. Yeah, yeah it's mm. a day. Yeah, it's two Which days. Which is old like, I guess, point. like going for, make, taking something in print and trying to make it a trending hashtag. Ah, like, I see. Yeah, that's not going to work. Uh, they're trying their best. Okay, <laughs> actually, Archie Comics has been around forever. It's got twenty. They've got twenty thousand tweets. But if you add up all of our social media followings, we almost, we almost have, have what Archie's Archie trying has. its best. They want to be hip. They want to be cool. <laughs> yeah. They're doing their best, and I think they're, they spent good money to get Fiona Staples, who's. You know, she's drawing the, the most imp- the most popular comic in the world right now, I'd yeah. say. Wanted to give a shout-out to past guest Parker Wilhelm, who was like, dude, you really need to be reading Archie vs. Predator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you <laughs> will not believe some of the kills that occur. And I'm like, I never thought about the kills. Yeah. Holy shit, now I'm interested. Uh, I'll uh, probably dig into that this week. For some, at All of Comic-Con, all the news that'll come out, and I'll be reading fucking Archie books. Because <laughs> I'm impossible to market to. Well, let me share this with you, Dave, if it might make you more sure. interesting. From Archie's Twitter account, mm-hmm. look who is posing with Archie number one. Ah, is he in the comic? Sam Sam Punk? Yeah. Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Sammy yeah. Zane was, he was on a... Uh, WWE Tell panel. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say, he was on Jericho's podcast, ah. and he talked about as a kid he loved Archie comics and uh, he would and he is well yeah because he's a total nerd right? <laughs> i did, I did. And, it was dave I, I there was a while where i got into superhero books entirely and what mm-hmm. was like only archie that coincided with puberty so mm-hmm. a lot of seed was spilled uh, in the name oh, oh. of betty and veronica shapes but that but that <laughs> sammy zane is a redhead he's, yeah. a, he's a wholesome redhead who identifies with archie and and so they've been kind he's of also out. never mean and never he's mean. never mean. He's the nicest guy in the world. And so, yeah, it was just funny to see him posing yeah. with a free copy of Archie. And he's wearing a Sami Zayn shirt. And not, yeah, his, his arm is out of the sling. Yeah. Did you watch the clips from their Comic-Con yeah, nice. panel? God. Kevin Owens basically just cloning everybody. Kevin, Kevin Owens is the king. He is so good. And uh, I did just I did also buy, but have not yet read. But I'm very excited to read Invader Zim number one. Ah, uh, yeah, by um, by Vasquez himself, right? And and it's co-written by somebody else, but still, like it's the character. And did Vasquez threaten to like never even come back to comics, or was it animation? I, thought I had heard him say. Well, I think he was upset with both, honestly. But he absolutely said he'll never. He doesn't want anything to do with Invader Zim, and that that was so good. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's one of those things I worry about, like. 
we can always treasure Invader Zim because it was so good, so short lived. Every moment of it is perfect, mm-hmm. and we never thought we'd had another one. And here we are again. But I saw a couple panels from it, and like immediately, Dib has turned into a a pus ball of mucus, and they make fun <laughs> of the fans. It's so funny. Yeah, I mean that series was great. Mm-hmm. I, but I couldn't believe when it was on TV. Like, why did out of all things, why did Nickelodeon go to? Well, that was the story behind it. Is that Nickelodeon was really pissed at watching. We have a demographic for about five years, and they age out of us. Yes, there's mm-hmm. new stuff, but we should be doing something. Ma- like even Disney does that. Like they yeah. still, they, Disney still finance Pulp Fiction at, at Clerks <laughs> at the end of the day. Like they, they're, they're, they want to keep talking to people mm-hmm. the whole time. And, and, and uh, Nickelodeon had no recourse for that, so their idea was to build an edgier show for older kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing, as in most cases, an executive got fired. That plan was scrapped, and that that show was looked upon like a big yeah. bright zit. On well, the also face during production, I believe nine eleven happened, and that made them <laughs> it did. less interested in the mass destruction that was so funny that's, in Invaders. That's them. the only thing I, I remember about because I, I was at an apartment on New Year's New Year's Eve, and I said out loud, "I can't wait for nine eleven to be funny." <laughs> and then everybody stood in their tracks. Why would this ever be funny? I'm like, God, you fucking idiots. Is this what the internet's going to be like for the rest of my life? I, what I meant to say was, like, this, as, the sooner we can laugh about jokes about it, which I didn't make one, by the way, uh-huh. uh, the sooner, like, it doesn't bother us anymore. Because we're all really bothered by this. And my friend said, hey, check out this Invader Zim show. I remember that very vividly. My, <laughs> my first 9-11 joke followed by my first Invader Zim viewing. That happened. <laughs> New Year's, New Year's Day. Yeah, mm. that uh, yeah that nine eleven time was just all of us saying to each other, "This can't be funny," or mm-hmm. the, the humor's dead, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it was such a weird time to wait for. I think it was at South Park that showed us, like, here's what being funny is post nine eleven. Let's mm-hmm. do it, guys. Uh, uh, anyway, I also read I read um, Runaways number two, Ooh. which uh, that book is great. It's it's the Hunger Games met, meets the Runaways and. Mm. And that Jubilee is this, uh, like, weird... Well, not weird. She's this cool, like, punk, lesbian st- uh, uh, so she's gang a, leader. She's officially part of Runaway. the Runaways team? Yeah, she's team. in the Runaways team mm-hmm. in this book. The Runaways team is her dagger, but who's Cloak. Cloak mm-hmm. and Dagger have switched names and powers, but Dagger is the is which, which I got now. on that compilation DVD with the Wizard and Ghost Dad. Uh, I got Dabney <laughs> Coleman and Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> Right? Uh, First Marvel movie. It's Jubilee. It's it's Tyrone. It's uh, Amadeus Cho. You should call me back. Amadeus Cho, Scar, <laughs> um, uh, and the only original runaway on the team is the uh, the little girl. I can't remember her name now, but uh, little black girl. No, no, no. The little girl from the Runaways team from the original Runaway series. Can't remember either. Uh, and yeah, anyway, it's it's a fun book. It's it's uh, again it's written funny by book. yeah it's a funny book and an exciting book and it's. Uh, written by the creator or co-creator of Lumberjanes, so yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I also read on the Civil uh, Secret War front, "Renew Your Vows 2, the, uh, oh. the Amazing Spider-Man book, which is still good. It's still good, but people have. So the interesting thing with the "Renew Your Vows" is that it sold crazy well, mm-hmm. like two hundred thousand copies, which for a non-event book, for an event tie-in book. That is very high. And some people are saying that is people voting with their wallets saying, we need to have Mary Jane, we need to have them remarried. And mm-hmm. I still don't think that will ever happen again. I think they'll get more one-off 
like stories like this, but the status quo will never return to a Mary. No, maybe for once Marvel will take a page from DC. Tell all the stories you want, but yeah. it doesn't have to be in the center of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're making a pretty big deal that like post Secret War is all new, all different Marvel, a united universe. I, I only did see that one news story from Joe Casada saying like, "You won't believe what Spider-Man's new outfit looks like," and like, it's gonna blow your mind. You know, you have the perfect venue to announce that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, because I believe Civil War will be out before Comic Con, so they're not get, before the next Comic Con. Oh, okay. So, yes, it will. Yeah, it's maybe they're going to save it for New York Comic Con. Whatever that Ooh. shit was, they did in L.A. At, in like was it March? Oh or yeah, just when they revealed up to twenty. Here's what we're doing until 2020. Yeah, a live streamed event that yeah. we all can watch. I mean, they prefer that to Hall H. Why give Why give Hall H all that power? Well, I don't. <laughs> I honestly don't understand it, having worked on that side of the business. Like, you go to Comic-Con, like, yeah, yeah, big hype. Uh, but everybody in this convention hall may or may not be a fan. They might be sitting here for Star Wars or Doctor mm. Who, and it's like a couple thousand people. Like, why would we build this huge thing that no one can see? <laughs> uh, and it's, it, in that respect, I understand, like, why Marvel would back out. Like, everybody should be given the opportunity to be excited about this, even if it's not first. Yeah. Um yeah, uh, but I still, but but I I hope their costume. Speaking mm-hmm. of that costume, they they really struck gold with the Amazing Spider-Man too. The costume was the best costume they've ever had, and I really hope that. Costume... And it shows how that shows dorks how little that matters to being a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean the movie wasn't good. They just finally got a good costume. You could have had a good movie with a good costume. I think that's possible. I just hope they stick with mm. a similar costume, like. I want eyes at least that big and white. Like I mean, those eyes were the perfect eyes. Joe Casada announced uh, there'd be a radically different Spider-Man costume. I do wonder if that's solely for the benefit of the movies. Mm. To have the first cohesive launch yeah. of a costume in a movie and a comic book. Maybe. Mm. Uh, oh, and then lastly, I read Squirrel Girl number 7, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> I'm so behind. It's her fighting... It's Squirrel Girl fighting Girl Squirrel, which is <laughs> a... A uh, superpowered squirrel with the power of a girl, but <laughs> and uh, that turns out to have evil mind control powers, and so it's really I you love that. You want to put book. yourself out there and go ahead and list the powers of a girl, Henry? Maybe a guarantee <laughs> well, you're attacked on Twitter. It's just uh, no, I will not say this. Uh, and but my worry was, you know, they they seemingly announced all the all new, all different Marvel books, mm-hmm. and what wasn't among them was Squirrel Girl. Really? And I had mentioned before on here, I was very worried because the the artist on it, Erica Henderson, mm-hmm. I love. She is amazing. She's working on the next Jughead book when mm-hmm. the when Chips with Chips Zdarsky's Jughead book. So it makes you ask yourself, like, she's off it. There's no all new, all different Squirrel Girl. Guess it's canceled. But fortunately, that is not the case. As I oh. was confirmed right before the start of this, there were leaked photos from a retailer only Marvel meeting at Comic-Con mm-hmm. where they had screens of here's all these other books we're putting out for all new all different we just didn't they're launching like 50 some books they just wanted to announce 30 I, or so I know the big thing the big thing for their news is the all new all different but yeah. there has to be there were too many great things launched uh, like less than a year before they decided this 
Yeah, okay. and Squirrel so they're not Girl, all new, all different. They'll probably mm-hmm. be the same, but maybe get a new number one. Yeah, and that is what's happening with Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl was there. They're like, she's back. Squirrel Girl is not going away. Nice. They also showed off a new Blade, the Hunter, who does not seem to be the Blade we know. Really? I yeah. heard Wesley Snipes is in. Wesley Snipes wants it to happen. Rumors that there would be a TV show. I think new Blade I think, TV show. I think Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes is uh, not the guy from Onyx. I think he's. Uh, I think he's a little stone. I think he's. Uh, I don't know. I I think he's a little wishful. You know he's a listener. His... I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk shit about Snipes. He looked at. He looked at me dirty at that one Comic Con. He did. Like he it, did. it made me shake to my core. <laughs> that dude has a cold stare. Uh, oh, and they shut off. I mean, they shut off like Citizen V, Black Panther, uh, Hercules. All these different books yeah. that they're going to be doing. Hercules and even uh, Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, like Devil oh. Dinosaur is coming back. And uh, apparently Kitty Pride is going to be the new Star-Lord as well. Huh? Or, or a Star-Lord. And, uh, yeah, and also that they, they also premiered a cool Renew Your Vows cover by Joe Casado, which is funny that he drew a wedding picture cover of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. But, anyway, yeah, Renew Your Vows, okay. Squirrel Girl 7, really great, and I'm very happy it's still continuing. Mm-hmm. Now we turn to Dave. Ah, the Walking Dave segment. The Walking Dave segment. I need to get a better sound for that. <laughs> so uh, I just read issue 144 came out this week, mm-hmm. and uh, it was pretty big. It like I would put it up there with issue 100, and I forget which one. Uh, Lori well, what, died 48. In. Yeah, oh yeah, it was yeah. It was yeah. near the end of well, that just, that first. You had companion. pointed out that the. the... It, it, it's, you said it's the biggest event since issue 100. Which makes every sense. Every 48 issues. Yeah. yeah. And, well, every 48 issues is the end of a compendium. So there's oh, that. Okay. And there's also the fact that it's, it's a Comic-Con. And that's when 100 happened. Right? It, it right? was, I remember was reading on the show Comic-Con. floor, like, right yeah. before I interviewed Robert Kirkman. And I told him, like, I can't believe you did that on camera. And he was like, he reacted like, that's the most unprofessional thing anybody's ever done to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> he didn't say that. It just, yeah. like, his look was like, why would you act? Like, because I'm a... I think you were. He was prepared to talk to like mm-hmm. somebody who didn't know what he did. Yeah, because it was just heavily a, commercialized. Uh, but heavily, like, yeah, and you were supposed to just be like a model who talks, which is definitely not the case. <laughs> but it, but yeah, like sorry, buddy, big fan. Read every <laughs> everything you've ever written. Jesus Christ, uh, that that was my favorite character. Holy shit. Uh-huh. Man. Well, well, I, don't, I wouldn't say anyone's favorite character, but there was uh, there was some death in this issue. Mm. Uh, and probably the biggest si- since 100. Ooh. Uh, it, and it. Carl. It, it se- yeah, no, not. <laughs> but uh, there was there was kind of a resolution to the thing with Carl uh, leaving the. I forget Hilltop. the name of the town, but the town where they're having the big fair mm-hmm. and everything seems so idyllic. Uh, I mean, it, it, if this- you don't know Henry, that the the whole saga, as far as I've been reading, is like everything is way more pleasant than it's ever been. It's and way more he- pleasant because they did the time jump, and yeah. but Rick's- the whisperers are still hanging around. Too. Yeah, and it, it almost seemed like a conclusion to the whisperers, mm-hmm. but it has definitely it it's not definitely not happening. And uh, like the one thing that kind of annoyed me about the issue is that a lot of crazy stuff happens that you don't see. And I mean, I have a feeling like maybe in a couple issues, maybe the next issue. It's probably some Comic-Con exclusive you can't read yet. No. I don't think they'll go that far. But like to see what actually happened Mm -hmm. to cause like this carnage that you don't actually get to see happen. Dave said carnage. Don't spoil it for me. I do want to read it It's just organically. It's probably one of the crazier endings that I've read in a Walking Dead comic. Quite a cliffhanger, eh? Yes. 
Uh, and the, yeah, the next issue isn't for like well over a month. So, Oof! Yeah. Ouch! Cause they yeah. they it's, I, they kind of rushed up to this because I think in June or May there was mm-hmm. like every other week. For yeah, a while. because they had to hit comic. I think they that's why they did it because they were like they wanted to end the compendium and this uh, you know this trade mm-hmm. paperback on that exact issue. And yeah, and cool. I think they like having the buzz around Comic Con. Yeah, too, I totally. do believe. I mean, it's yeah. I would say it up with those other two issues as like the most like what's happening next mm-hmm. finales well, to a Walking Dead comic. I'm almost interested, more interested in uh, this new segment. I have to call yeah. Dave's homework, and mm-hmm. I have no sound for it either. <laughs> um, yeah, Dave, well, you've uh, I can't believe you actually did it and you read all of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of I wish you've missed it. What did you read? He's had his book report so far. Yeah. So well, last week was a Swamp Thing. And I didn't finish it before the show, but I was—I uh, finished the um, Flor- Floronic Man, Floronic Man, which was like a the, the big, was really great, mm-hmm. and like uh, like probably the best like series of what six, eight issues mm-hmm. that I've read of anything. Isn't that cool? Wow. And then they had that the two issue thing with Blood the Demon I, and Jason Blood. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't so into that. Well, but. if you don't care about. Jack, it's a huge tribute to Jack Kirby's DC work, I which saw, if you yeah. don't give a shit about that, then yeah. it's not that interesting. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so this time I read the first book of uh, Fatal. Yes. And I got to say, did not grab a hold of me mm. like the previous two things did. Okay. Well, hey, to, and me neither. Yeah. And I read, I, I read the Fade Out like instantly got into that. That same thing. Like, I only read the first issue mm-hmm. of Fade Out, but mm-hmm. I was more into that world. It just... Mm-hmm. I think it's because of like the otherworldliness of Fatal, and like I have to follow these like different the concurrent storylines, and, story lines and yeah. I don't really care about any of the men in this. Mm-hmm. They all they kind of blend together. <laughs> uh, all not all men. Yeah, well, all men in this case. They <laughs> just <laughs> know, there, there was some neat stuff like with the like the kind of a Cthulhu bend to it, and yeah. uh, just the the, the the shit that they, that Josephine would make people do. I was pretty mm-hmm. impressive, but yeah, it's just, it just, it was also my fault for kind of like speed reading it. Yeah, but still, there's some later volumes that are better. I think, I think you might like Criminal more. I think that's his better uh, work that's more fitting for you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but all right, yeah. So, yeah but I mean, you like the art style and stuff. Oh right? yeah. yeah, I get though of my day's homework assignments. I give this one my lowest rating yet. <laughs> Seven thumbs up. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I, sorry, yes, no sounds for this yet. All right, well, did you read the, the, the Daredevil issue? Yeah, yeah read I, read, I read okay. those. I'm sorry, I didn't hear your book. Well, tell, give a quick run. Tell me Chris. again. Daredevil, yeah, I really liked it. Make me, it made me go back into the show, which I stopped mm. watching after like five episodes. Really? So I watched like two more this week. You're a horrible person. I don't know. It was just, it, it, I think I just, there's like one part, I think, where you could conceivably jump off that show, and mm. it was where I jumped off. It was like before... Before he met, before he met Stick, or and before that episode, that's mm-hmm. just about um, Kingpin, mm-hmm. which are both really great episodes. Yeah, We're like it was right before that. It was like the episode. It's like the third episode. Yeah, I think I was three or four in. And the I fourth was, one is where he crushes that dude's head in the car door. Yeah. Oof, boy. That the one is where Daredevil, Daredevil's framed, like after that, like mm-hmm. crazy stuff that happens. But and I think at that point I was just like, Ugh. You're, and right after like, that, I, I think I noticed like every episode. Almost every episode picks up the second the last episode left off. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I guess is a much 
Yeah, I mean that's what Netflix, Netflix. I think that's also how Netflix like tells people to produce their show. You see, so, they cast Electra. You guys talk about that? Yeah, they yeah. did. They cast Electra with. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? No, we did not. It happened after. Yeah, all right. Uh, well, let's just jump into news. But uh, but Dode, pick your. Uh, oh. Well, actually, why don't we wait till the second segment for you to pick your homework? All um, right. Well, I don't know if I'll be here for that. Okay. Well, why don't you just pick your homework? All right. Now? So we're down to three. Well, grab the stack. <laughs> this is uh, this is weird though. This is not popular nor mainstream comics. Yeah. All, to me, they're all fucking great. So we've got uh, Punk Rock Jesus, mm-hmm. The Inhumans, The Just The Humans. The Humans. Oh, sorry. Punk Rock Jesus, about a clone version of Jesus Christ living on a reality show. Uh, the Humans, the 70s Vietnam biker gang made of monkeys. Um, <laughs> fuck, it's one of my favorite yeah. things of the year. And Darkwing Duck. You know what? I was... I was Duck Knight. Um... What, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm torn between Punk Rock Jesus and The Humans. But I'm going to go with The Humans. All right, Be- not because it's smaller shorter. page count. Yeah, no, no, not because of that. Because I'm actually I'm slightly more the interested Duck in Punk Returns. Are shorter, uh, but I want to read The Humans because mm-hmm. I want a little bit more like biker. Uh, that's my knowledge boy. ahead of when we start. That's my, that's my dog. Uh, Everybody should. When think we start like the they. shit show, we're going to be doing Ride to Hell Redemption. Uh, okay, and, uh, all right, that makes sense. More biker culture knowledge will help me out in that. Uh, well, yeah, I want to speed through some Comic Con stuff. So first off, yeah, the cast they cast Electra. She's going to be played by the woman who played Siren, uh, or no, sorry, Jinx in uh, in the second. Uh, G.I. Joe movie who oh. she is a ninja in red so ninja pretty easy yeah she's a, she's a French actress playing her and, uh, and also they the, the other rumor was that they cast the Aunt May of the next film and oh, it'd yeah. be Marissa Tomei as Aunt May Marissa Aunt yeah. May I think that's that's crazy she's, she's like- the youngest she will be 52 when the film comes out and that makes her easily the youngest Aunt May ever. Like, um, Sally Field was 66. Damn. I saw a friend of the show, Louise Peitzman, had a joke about this saying, like, who's to say there's no good roles for women over 50? Marissa Tomei's playing Aunt May. <laughs> Bomb it. She's, uh, she's Amelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aunt May, I'd like to. No, Amelf. I get it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, her and the wrestler, she was pretty sexy. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway. Got it. Now, the, I've, I've always loved Marissa Tomei. It was unfair... She got an unfair uh, treatment after the Oscar thing where people yeah. were joking. Like, she didn't earn it. It was an accident or blah, blah, blah. But she she was great in, uh, let me name some things. She was great in In the Bedroom. She was great in yes. yeah. Slums of Beverly Hills. Yes. And, uh, that movie that opens up with her getting ram doggy styled by Fifth uh, Grade Fifth Grade um, Everything <laughs> in the, the Sin of. Uh, to, to, <laughs> no, before the Devil. Before the Devil. Yeah. That is it. That is correct. I didn't know it off the top of my head. That either. was a shot. When I started watching that movie, I was like, whoa, it what is, the f- It is pretty shocking to see that happen in the first frame of the film. Well, no it was such titles a. Or anything. It was such a real scene of. It mm-hmm. felt like such a real scene of sex because, like. Like, for one thing, he gives her a pillow to prop herself up. And, and, it's just, and he's, like, posing in the mirror. And, like, and then it's Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, <laughs> yeah. that's every part of your body, buddy. Yep. Uh, Good for you. Yeah. R.I.P. He looked fast and dead. But, the, but he's dead? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yes, I knew that. Uh, that Ben Affleck, you know, it has been confirmed that's he will crazy. be directing the Batman film. But it is co-written with Jeff Johns. Yeah. COO or chief creative officer of 
of a CCO of That's DC crazy. Entertainment. Wow. And apparently it's really inspired by the Earth One books, which mm-hmm. when I read those Batman Earth One books, I thought, like, this could be another movie. Like, this is so down to earth like and realistic. Alfred's military trained. Yes. And, and he, though, I. Spoilers for the first Batman uh, Earth One book, though. Like three years old. If that movie ends with. Alfred saving Batman's ass and shooting the and exploding the penguin with a shotgun. <laughs> I'm not good with that. I'm not that scene really bugged Who me. Who could because, they possibly hire to be Alfred to be that badass? Uh, Arnold Schwartz. No. Uh, who's a badass? Jason Brit? Statham. Well, no wait. They've already they've already hired the 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 Alfred, Alfred of that Jeremy world. Irons? It's Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Hmm. Simple Simon said to the pipe. But that yeah that that. In that that book just bugged me because they make it very clear in this world too. Batman doesn't kill. Batman doesn't use guns, and everybody's telling him, "Batman, you're an idiot. You have to use guns." I know this isn't a comic book. In the real world, people use guns and will shoot you, and you will die. And sound like the NRA, Hank. And mm-hmm. so then the fill, and then the book ends with Batman is in a position where he has to kill the Penguin, but refuses to. And then like a Deus Ex Machina. Alfred just shows up and fucking kills him and just with a gun. And Batman seems to be cool with it. Like later he's like, "Thanks Alfred. Hey, we're going to we're going to figure this Batman thing out." Like, "Wait, you're cool with him just killing this guy? Like you should you like it that bugged me. I did not like that." Um speaking of Batman news, they there's actually two more big bits of Batman news. First off, mm-hmm. so The Dark Knight Returns 3, The Master yeah. Race uh, it's called that. Yeah. Uh, so Frank Miller is very is, I think it is wrong to call it a Frank Miller book at this mm-hmm. point. So they revealed that they already had revealed it was being co-written by uh, Brian Azzarello. That's and but everybody assumed, at least I assumed, that meant Frank Miller on art co-written by Brian Azzarello. That is not the case. It is Frank Miller co-writing with Brian Azzarello with art by Andy Kubert. And inks by Klaus Janssen. So Frank Miller's not drawing it, and he's co-writing it. Like mm-hmm. at this point, I think it's just to give him a paycheck and to have him get a co-writing credit on his is he, universe. Is he still way. listed as the first co-writer? I or? think he's. I well, the book is like a year away, but uh, okay. still, it's just so strange that like, why even? Do you mm-hmm. need Frank Miller at this point? Like, what do you need him for other than just bad publicity? Like. <laughs> I, I don't really get it. Like, I guess maybe it's a respect thing of just they wanted to make a new... I mean, it could just be as simple as, like, they tried to do with Before Watchmen. They tried mm-hmm. to make a deal with Alan Moore to do a sequel to Watchmen. He said no. This time, they made it... They, maybe they went to Frank Miller and said, hey, we want to make more Dark Knight Returns. We'll give you a credit on it. We'll give you money. Just let us mm-hmm. do it, and you just... Stay over in that corner and don't say anything. You get a, a story and characters by credit. Yeah. And hey, if he gets some money and he needs it, fine, cool, you know. But if he needs uh, money, don't know. I don't. I mean, he he's made two. He's made three motion pictures at this point. So, he, he, well, is he credited on any of the Nolan Batman's? Like he's not uh, in no, the credits, but I'm no. sure he was. He I received mean, something. You'd hope so. Mm-hmm. You'd hope so. Uh, and also in Batman news, TMNT versus Batman got huh? announced, which is yeah uh, from. I didn't see that. It's a team up book between the two of them, and it, it looks great. Is that one of 
several IDW DC I'm, team ups. I mean, they're doing so many team ups these yeah. days. Just to, really solely are. to defeat Marvel. I guess bring them so. down together. It is strange to see no Mar like Marvel's not into any crossovers <laughs> these days with anybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's the uh, here's the pick of except for Star Wars and the Muppets and a bunch of things. Well, I mean, yeah, with their own stuff. Oh but God. yeah, there's a pick of bats with with the it makes with me so them. happy. It's a fun picture. I do mm-hmm. like that picture. And uh, yeah, it's just IDW and DC Entertainment and a fan favorite crossover. I have never so I've never read the Star Trek X Men crossover, mm-hmm. but it seems dumb and, and probably was done as a result of X-Men being the most popular book at the time yeah. but, but the idea that they announced or that's out now Green uh, Lantern no no they just oh Green Lantern and Star Trek yes out Green now, Lantern yeah. and Star Trek makes all the fucking sense literally in the universe <laughs> yeah it seems to exist more so for because it makes sense it than makes anything total else sense. yeah uh, <laughs> oh also speaking of Archie there's an Archie TV series that was in the works at Fox. Mm. Now it's going to CW, but it seems like Where it, it'll be better off. Yeah, there, I don't know why it wasn't there before. Wasn't there an Archie miniseries or something? Dude, there was, and they like, like marketed on sex. That's all I remember about what? it. They showed wow. Betty taking her shirt off in the preview. Whoa. And uh, yes, once again, to remind you that I'm old, <laughs> it took place in a different era where I missed the airing, and I have never been You'll able to never see, it see it again. Never see it again. Uh, and uh, Dave, did you watch either of the Walking Dead trailers, The Walking Dead Season 6, or Fear from The Walking Dead? I haven't, no. Oh, that's too bad. Well, and also, right before this, we, uh, right before this was the um, Star Wars panel, mm-hmm. and they named the dudes, like, the guy, the leader of the guy who, of the new Stormtroopers is called Captain, uh, Captain Phasma, and that uh, then there's this other British general called General Hux. And then we already knew we already knew Kylo Kylo Ray Kylo Riley Kylo Riley. I'm taking that up. Don't say that. Now that, but we already knew the dude being the name of the character being played by Adam uh, Devine. West. Yeah. But, <laughs> now you know that it's so weird that the that the guy who four years ago I was I was watching him act like he was coming on Lena Dunham's leg, and now he's and now he's starring in the he's the main villain in Star Wars. And he's going to be coming on Princess Leia's daughter's leg now. <laughs> and it was also just That's strange awful. seeing the pictures from the from the panel of like here's Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill up on stage talking Harrison about Harrison Ford stuff. was there. He was there. Harrison oh, Ford man, he was there. Must have hated it. The grumpy old man is like, I'll show up for one hour. You owe me a million. Yeah, San Diego. Back. I, well, I bet he was high as a kite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you, Harrison. I mean, that's the, the those are the facts we know about Harrison Ford. I love Harrison, but I hate that he hates everything good about himself. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. It's uh, it is sad. But it's so you know, I'm excited to see what happens at the DC panel mm-hmm. there because Marvel pulled out. DC is getting full reign, and so mm-hmm. this is their chance to shine. They got a chance to show off Suicide Squad, and they got a chance to show off yeah, Batman versus Superman. It. People will have seen it by this point. I hope they at least release a trailer. I did read that like Jada Pinkett wants to be in Suicide Squad too. She said she wants to play Vixen. You which, already like, played a DC character, <laughs> yeah, lady. Uh, hey, wait a minute. No, Relax. She yes, she did. Are you thinking of Halle Berry? No, okay. she was in Gotham. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, fine. Yeah, she can't do it that. It's a made-up character. Unless she drinks from the Lazarus Pit. <laughs> she's also ten years too. I'd say she's. I don't want to be. Want to be mean to actresses over forty, like but she's mean. too. Vixen is in her early thirties at best, like her right. early mid twenties. Pretty lady. No, she is. She definitely is. Something about her skin doesn't crack. So. 
<laughs> I know you don't want me to say it. Uh, <laughs> boy. Uh, but yeah, I think Saturday is still going to be a big day, but now we've already yeah. seen the stuff. And Oh yeah, there was the Back to the Future yeah. IDW thing. What did I you thought it was going to be day? at that panel, but I was like, I was reading up on it, and apparently it wasn't it. Uh, wasn't even talked there. about it all. Yeah. Like IDW wrote a press release saying like it was written saying like Comic Con has just concluded and the biggest thing of the show is Back to the Future. Biff himself brought out the comic, so I'm like, holy shit! Does that mean Tom Wilson, who is next to Crispin Glover, the most like anti Back to the Future post so post the trilogy? After the trilogy, he was just he was like cut and dried, done with it. Mm-hmm. He, no, they didn't even have that at Comic-Con, so I guess it was just... Uh, but, but it's yeah, written it, by Bob Gale. Yeah, so there's a four-issue mm-hmm. four run that'll start on October 21st, 2015, which mm-hmm. is when, the day that he went back in time. I thought it was today. No, oh. every... <laughs> Facebook has been lying to you for the past four years. I love it so much, oh. and I will never stop. I can't wait for it to be past the date, and I'll still be retweeting uh, that stuff. Yeah, You'll just be like those May the 4th be with you people oh, that love that shit every other day. <laughs> yes. uh, it's a four-issue thing, but... But it seems like they're just going to be good all over the place because it's going to have... Uh, well, the cover is images from every one of them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it, it's called Untold Tales and Alternate Timelines. So it's going to have, like, stories between the movies. Like, so, like they're going to have an issue that shows how, like, Doc and Marty first met. Oh, but in also, a, in a, in they're also going to... In a truck gonna, stop bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> I was say, there's, like, there's nothing... nothing yeah. There's no tale untold between those movies. It's a very, very... Yeah. Uh, well, chronology. I guess other people, but I guess there's other timelines yeah. happening, mm-hmm. and they're also going to explore alternate timelines. And I'm like, Ooh. for four issues, that's a lot of stuff. It really is. Yeah, yeah. I figure they give it a longer run than that. Mm-hmm. I guess who knows? Thirty years back, the future's run its course. IDW. Yeah, I don't know. These are also <laughs> things that I, I would assume a lot of these stories will be like ten pages or so, so that's they can fit I'm like assuming. three different things in a single issue. Yeah, but still, I'm going to read the heck out of it. Of course you are. Which we watched on our Monday Night Movie feature recently, which yeah. goes exclusive for Patreon viewers. We will be back next week in or another dimension. We have been back last week. No, we had we let we had a, uh, just an audio commentary only. Which no, I, I mean this is this oh, is Wednesday God. next week, so we have been back. <laughs> Shit, we didn't even. I got us. We were supposed to do Guardians of the Galaxy. I think we did. I well, we're got to see. Well, you're not going to be there. Yes. and if we can't get Brett on, we got to do something else. Mm. Okay. Well, you guys will figure it out. Need a hardcore comic fan on there. Well, by the next time you listen to the, by the next segment, you'll have known what will happen. (laughs) You already already know that what happens. (laughs) That's the like the time time travel. Everybody, whip out your Annie Dakota ring. (laughs) (laughs) That's the power of uh, man. Those NXT action figures from their Mm -hmm. from their panel. Those looked amazing. Did want to talk? Was this the first fucking stampede where people got hurt? That was gross. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. Well, we've I've seen the Hasbro thing. I've even gotten in the Hasbro line once because the mania got to me. I was like, mm-hmm. I would want to buy one of those, and I'll never get to yeah. if I don't buy this like the, mid-range the price. Coolest at- one I ever saw that I was like, I wish I would have stood in line for that was the Helicarrier. Yeah, but where the fuck would you huge. put that? It's a surfboard. Yeah. Like you, you'd have huge. nowhere to put it in your home. I mean, I w- there's like a FedEx on on in the Comic Con yeah. Convention Center. And just behind, you can see all the packages going, and they were like all helicarriers. Yeah, they Nobody just carry been, that home. They Nobody should have just been selling the helicarrier helicarrier from the FedEx booth. But like, they'll, they'll ne- they never made it again, did they? I don't believe so. Mm. Hasbro is big for doing things that they never re-release. They have all the plastic, and so <laughs> we've seen the stampede before. Like we've yeah. usually, I think the last two or three years, we've been at Comic Con with exhibitor badges, so yep. we're there when the doors open. And mm-hmm. They also don't allow exhibitors in the line, mm-hmm. and 
we've seen the stampede, but this year, mm-hmm. you know, they still had they had their usual Transformers, mm-hmm. GI Joes, My Little Pony, mm-hmm. Hot Wheels, they had all that stuff. But no, oh, no way, that's Mattel. But anyway, but this year they had the first of the new Stormtrooper action figures, yep. the Force Awakens toys. And this tells you who the craziest fans are, because based on a Apparently. report from Bleeding Cool, two different eyewitness reports that people shoved in line, that like this woman nearly gets trampled, and then when people stand back to try to give her space to get up, other people are like, oh, I can get in line. There's mm-hmm. inches here, and and like people got punched. It uh, sounded, the reporter it says like, he got punched in the ribs so a guy uh, could get in front of him for the first time. Like I'm surprised it took this long to be totally honest, but mm-hmm. it, it did. It sounded like Walmart on Black Friday. A thing. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. A thing, and I, I already have my own. I like what Comic Con is. I never want to be there again. Uh-huh. But like when you get into Black Friday territory, like I am actively disgusted by this. Yeah. I'm disgusted by people who behave that, that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want to be a part of anything like that. And it's, I mean, this has just been growing every year. Like mm-hmm. exclusives in the past decade, it started with a couple places having mm-hmm. exclusives. Every place has exclusives yeah. now. Every there's super seven has this really cool exclusive thing where you have to get a skeleton token. Mm-hmm. You go to their thing. They are selling some amazing He-Man stuff. Uh, including a Mossman Chia pet, which Ooh. is awesome, and also Ooh. crossover okay, toys. Take back everything. Do you remember Ultimate Muscle or Muscle? Yeah, those yeah. toys from a kid. Muscleman. They have crossover of that with huh? Masters of the Universe too. Oh. And so, yeah, it all looks great. But you have to first stand in line at the Super Seven booth, get your Skeleton token, and that lets you get into the Super Seven store in San Diego. Jeez. That's off site. That is the skeleton's lair, Skeletor's lair, <laughs> and you can buy the stuff Ow. there. Mm. But yeah, I think this could be. This is one of those things where like they need more security over? now. Oh, like this is the Hasbro, especially they have the worst lines. They need they need real enforced security, like triple the security they had well, before. Apparently, just, people got in early. Like that was the issue yeah. Apparently, yeah, yeah. but st- well, I mean, these people are desperate that much for these fucking toys. Yeah. That, like, they don't let you line up early either. Yeah. Do what I did: get a job with a a major Comic Con booth <laughs> and then trade. Yeah. Trade with the people. There are no money exchanges hands, and you just steal from your own employer. I mean, it's the same deal with the people sleeping. I'd seen pictures from both nights mm-hmm. of like, here's everybody sleeping in line for Hall H. Like, how gross are the people in the hall in well, Hall H when that happens? My concern becomes like, it's when you think of think of it exactly like Black Friday because that's mm-hmm. what it's becoming. Yeah, and it's like. The fucking $10 Blu-ray player supposedly mm. was to get people inside the store and shopping and doing other and things. other things. And statistics have proven, I think a couple people last year on Black Friday, like, this doesn't work. No. And we're not doing this anymore. It's, mm-hmm. it, ca- it causes chaos, brings us up in news headlines, yeah. and, fucking, and fucks with it's our insurance. It's just like, look at this woman being beaten in Walmart for and a you know that's what flat screen TV. Ex- Comic-Con exclusives were. It was to get yeah. people in the booth and shopping around. But you've seen those lines. You can't do that. You can't buy anything you out. You can't until buy anything out. The only time you could actually like shop at a booth yeah. is like is when late, those lines are gone. It's late Saturday or Sunday when all the they're interfering are gone. with like actual commerce that could be taking place in that booth. Yeah. The exclusives they make nope they make no sense. And mm. from someone who I, I'm not immune to Comic Con exclusives, people please no, but that's... like figure out what you want to do. Do you want to make money or do you want to crowd your booth? Well, I think you should want to make money and sell yeah. these to everybody and not have people trampling one another. What I love about what I like, what I really like about Comic Con exclusives is 
the limited creation of them makes them have very niche things. Like yeah. when they have to produce over a thousand of something, they'd never make a spider ham one like yeah. I bought. Or, or but, my uh, gold gold encrusted Captain Caveman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't. Funko. They don't make that stuff, and so I get it. Like that's what those are the exclusives I like when mm-hmm. they're, and that's a lot of that like that the kind of stuff nobody lines up for. Like yeah. that chia, yeah. Except when it's an exclusive that everybody does. But that's also the problem because I've been in those lines, mm-hmm. and half the people want them, and half the people are eBay sellers, or yeah. or they're going to be selling them at their own fucking booth. That's, later that's uh, like last year when i was standing in line for spider ham my spider ham bust and i was happy to get it and i was also lucky that he was the unpopular figure there so i could actually get him mm-hmm. i saw like three people in front of me was this little kid and then his dad comes up to him he's like okay you're holding this place in line you're gonna go back to mattel where your other brother is mm-hmm. then back to hasbro where your other brother is like this this dirtbag dad was just using his kids as line fillers, and he knew Ew. where each of them was in line, so he could then come up and be like, all right, son, let's buy our thing. So they could both buy it, too. They could each buy one for themselves. Actually, I, I sense a really good Hollywood film in this idea. <laughs> what, Ransom? It's Comic-Con grifters. Yeah. Comic-Con grifters, yeah. And I, I, I say that. That's why like, they call it con. The Comic-Con. Ah. Oh, I don't mean to get on my high horse, because... I haven't purchased a useless piece of plastic in a long time, uh-huh. given my finances, mm-hmm. except for yesterday. Right. Uh, because just for the fuck of it, I was walking by. I'm like, oh, I'll go into GameStop. Uh, I, there's nothing I need. I got Arkham, and I kind of wanted Splatoon. Like, give me a reason. If there's a cheap Splatoon here, maybe I'll get it. Of course there wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then okay. I, behind the GameStop shelf is a... I, no, I can't describe it as any other way, but a pile of Amiibos. Uh, and, and like and like, I went into Target. Like there, there are no, there are three Zelda figures left. That's it. Uh, and and then, and it's all NES, which I know are GameStop exclusives. Whoa. And there's a pile. I'm like, are those for sale? Because like everything I've read would say that the exclusives sell out super immediately. Rare, yeah. And like, yeah, why is that weird? And like, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, Grim, do you have? I bought so, like I just bought one. Oh, did um, Grim get his, or did he already have one? I, 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 oh yeah, he stood in. But that's the thing. I like. I bought him. it for Grim, and then I was uh-huh. like, Grim, do you have one of these yet? And he's like, No, nah, I had to import one from Japan because he expected it to be terrible. Yeah, and he really wanted one. And I'm like, Well, they, and then I'm like, Oh, well then, hmm. I'm going to save this for eBay. But tell Grim mm-hmm. that they're right next to his office. He can go get them right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I found I felt terrible. I'm like, Should I buy more? And I'm talking to him. He's like, They're twenty dollars on eBay. Yeah, nobody's so- buying. Yeah, okay. Then the market. Let's not forget. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is still it is still Ness. <laughs> the market <laughs> isn't that huge for Ness. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked enough. We should take a break. Well, you're just going to leave all together. Yeah, and I'll be gone. I'll be I'll be making bank in Las Vegas. No, I'll come back penniless and say like, we need a special pledge drive just for me. <laughs> to, uh, can, Don't uh, fucking do it. No, I, I'm Don't I'm gambling. I Vegas. kid. I kid. I, I do what I did. Read three books on poker. <laughs> sit there for hours. Be miserable, but don't walk away. I, uh, I don't like the human contact. It sucks. Poker. I hate it, especially because so you play war. You only play with one person. They're all mm-hmm. grifters or they're all degenerate gamblers, and it's hard to sit there and talk to you while I'm stealing from them. <laughs> <laughs> it, I hate it. I'm not a good gambler. That's I know, I but I like the the the. the Lights and the noise of uh, of uh, the slot machines. I'll like. Yuck. I'll be. I'll. Well, really, I'm just gonna eat a ton of food and like 
also have those like big these these like thirty two ounce giant daiquiris that you can just walk around with outside. Save and it, save it. We'll go to Cax next weekend. It'll be well, great. We will go to Cax mm-hmm. next weekend. We will indeed. But I don't know if I will. I don't know if I'm going to get there. Well, but Dave's got a car. No, you I do? don't. Dave, sweet. Thanks. Buddy. I live near Zip Cars. Yeah, um, what's a Zip Car? It baby. Cats. Swing, baby, a platinum. I, well, baby. All right, um, we should take a break. Say goodbye break. to Hank. We will, Dave and I will be back with what I can only imagine is a lackluster community segment. Everyone and welcome to the break. Uh, this is taking this is taking place before uh, the second half was recorded, but I'm sure they do a great job. Uh, and I just want to thank you all for listening. Thanks everybody for supporting us at Patreon.com/LaserTime. If you haven't yet, check that out because that is the easiest way to directly support us in helping create podcast gold. Everybody who supported us so far has been really helpful and. You know, any little bit helps that you guys can do. Though, if you also wanted to help us out, you could buy. Uh, if you also want to help us out, you could buy stuff through our Amazon links. Now, you could buy what we're suggesting, or anything you were going to buy on Amazon, and whatever you spend there, a little bit comes our way at no extra cost to you. So you get it at the super cheap Amazon price, and you know you're helping us out at the same time. Uh, also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please be a subscriber and please give us a review if you've yet to do so. You know, write uh, write up a review, give us five stars. All of that helps the visibility of the of the podcast and helps out the site quite a bit. So please do that if you have yet to. And now it's time for the Hanks Quarter Pick of the Week. You know, I was kind of talking down the. Um, uh, the Batman Year uh, Earth One book, and you know, I—it's I, not that I think it's terrible. It's just it uh, that ending, man. It, it really does get to me. But still, I would say if you want to see what the what the next Batman films will be like, I still think those will be a real window into it. So I would still suggest getting Batman Earth One volumes one and two, and they're definitely better than Superman Earth One books, man. P U, but. Uh, <laughs> Batman Earth 1, other than the inconsistent ending, is a, is a real good series. So check those out. Uh, links to them on this episode's page. All right. Now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Oh boy, that is a little spoiler for Video Game Apocalypse this week. Holy crap, really out of sorts here. Uh, Hank is in Vegas with his family now, but we wanted to make sure we got a good segment in first before Dave and I rambled on about things we know nothing about. Uh-huh. I don't mean to say that I've been totally comics deprived in the last few days, but you haven't been. You've been reading stuff. Uh, yeah, well, I read uh, The Humans. Oh no, bring, they, talk uh, about it next week. Okay. Uh, next week. See, it's been a while yeah. since we recorded this because Hank had to go to Vegas uh, and probably dump too much money into, like, I'm guessing, like Hawkman video poker. Yeah. Some <laughs> other really lame game. Uh, Built to uh, bring him around the ankles and <laughs> take all his money. Jesus Christ, I hope he's not broke. 
Anyway, this is the we're gonna do a shorter community segment here in this segment because goddammit, um, a bunch of stuff happened after we recorded the previous segment, up to and including the big the big stuff for me was the DC trailers because I really liked the Suicide trailer and I really 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 liked the Batman vs Superman trailer. I thought it was excellent. Uh, but I think we want to go into that in more detail. We will read more of your responses next week uh, when Hank gets back because I'm sure he's going to have some things to say about it. Because I, 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 I have to say right now, like Batman vs Superman is kind of my number one most anticipated movie yeah. after that trailer. Fantastic! Wow. And there's there's a there's I a link. It, I loved it. I, right. it, I well, it seems like way too, it seemed like a trailer for a Netflix series. That's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. There are like. 17 huge things in that trailer that are like, how do you address this in 120 minutes? Um, I have no idea. But a cool, yeah, cool stuff. Henry will be back next week. We'll discuss that on lasertimepodcast.com. Hank also did from Vegas uh, write ups on all of that stuff, yeah. including the leaked Deadpool trailer, which is up there. And the updated DC finally caved and uh, let the Suicide Squad footage out. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty funny. I saw tweets comparing uh, DC's yes. reaction having a leaked trailer and Marvel's. And Marvel's was like, what was it like? Damn it, Ultron! Damn it, Hydra! Damn it, Hydra! And DC's was like, "Please take this down. I, we are just putting it at our fans. I, we stole this from our." I want to. I want to give it up to. I want to. I want to. I want to say something about that to yeah. DC because I have a feeling there is something in the things that you sign in Comic Con when you get one of those big rooms mm. and you show one of those trailers. Uh, to the public, I have a feeling that was written because DC has some kind of obligation to Comic Con. Oh. That if people pay to get in and you show something exclusive to Comic Con, it must remain because that Ant Man footage, yeah, we've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Godzilla, whatever that Godzilla footage was, we've never seen it. That is so weird. And uh, so I have a feeling the footage that they show in there, there's some kind of exclusivity deal because I don't think they'd say that to the general public. I think they were breaking some, yeah. ba- some some bond, some legal thing with Comic Con. Yeah, but it's, you can't keep. You can't tell a secret to, like, what, 3,000 people? How many yeah. people fit in all age? Well, I think like, I have a feeling for a long time they probably thought, we got a handle of this whole cornering footage yeah. thing. And they admitted, like, we failed. We could not yeah. get a takedown notice soon enough. Uh, but I do see they probably didn't want to release two trailers in the same day for movies that don't come out this year. Uh, I guess. That, but I don't know. It's like... Why not space the, the it smart, out a little bit? The smart thing to do is, like, if you're going to show something at Comic-Con... Well, Show it at Comic Con and wait two hours and then put, and then well, that's that's the exclusivity. That's how much exclusivity it is. It is you just but like Comic Con is what it is. Like this huge giant thing where hundreds of thousands of people gather around the area and people sleep overnight because you see shit in there you shouldn't. You'll never see anywhere else. If people keep filming stuff on their cell phones, then like what value does Comic Con have? I blame Comic Con. has value. People, they, true. The trailers are immediately available right after. Press still, it's still so. a relatively new concept, and video games had to adapt a lot faster to streaming than Hollywood has, which is why Monday Night Movies. Uh, we can't show you what we're actually doing because we are afraid we'll get sued yeah. and taken to court. Uh, but yes, a little behind the times all on that end. Um, ooh, weird text message. Uh, hi, let's get back to the Cape Crisis show. What 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 happened, Dave? So um, I've I've collected some of the comments that people made uh, for Hank's trailer write-ups. Oh, okay. Uh, so I mean, we can at least talk. We can discuss those. Wait, I thought we were just going to go into the question. Of the oh, week you want to do that, Sam? Well, I want to wait for Hank to get back. He'll have, right, he's probably yeah. have something more to say on it. I don't okay. want to put words in his mouth. Well, all then, that uh, stuff. it's his show. It is true. Uh, so yeah, the the last week's question of the week was: What was the first non-Marvel DC book you ever read? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, do you have one you'd like to <sighs> say before we read? Man, I wish I would have thought of that earlier. Huh, but 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 Marvel, non-Marvel DC comics. 
Does Calvin and Hobbes count? I don't think it does. That's a comic goes. strip. Uh, it was definitely, it was definitely, probably Archie. Okay. Um, yeah, that was, a couple of people commented about yeah. that. Those were just like, so plentiful. Like, yeah. Our, our public library. My parents never really bought me yeah. new comics of any variety. Mm-hmm. It was only like maybe if we were on a, at a gas station on a road trip. Yeah. I got to surf bargain boxes and I got to go to the public library. Uh, the public library had a lot of new mm-hmm. Marvel comics, uh, but the but. So they were they were contested, mm-hmm. whereas the Archie comics were never in dispute. It didn't matter if it was oh, new. Okay. There's no ongoing storylines. It was just it, I used to get a bunch from the library, but a lot more Archie because it was always plentiful. Wow. See, I, I always thought that everyone just got Archie because it was like right at the the cash register at the supermarket. That too, and like the right next to the TV guide and the soap yeah, opera like a buck. digest, like a buck. Yeah, and those would keep me busy. I wasn't a fast oh, reader. Yeah, they were they were huge. Yeah. They were thick. Yes. Thick, thick, thick. Double yeah. digest, they call those Double days. digest. Yes. Sure, how come they never worked triple digest? Oh, man, or... I'm looking at the responses already, and everybody's yeah. answer is so, so much cooler. Yeah. Uh, Samael says, not counting all the manga, the first major series I fell in love with, that would have to be Why the Last Man. It uh, may also be the first trade paperback I ever purchased. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, yeah, I've, I've only read the first. It, it was thicker Dude. than a trade paperback, oh. but I, I do want to read more of it. Of why? Yeah, I think no. I have the first two books. I first two like hardcover books. I have. It is all. I loved it. It had all fallen from my mind, and I was getting the issues, the volumes from a friend. I'm, I only have the last two volumes to read, and I'm done. Yeah. But that was like five years, six, seven years ago, and I haven't picked it up again. Ugh. Um, annual gift man who lives on the moon says, "When I was a kid, I read my copy of Art Spiegelman's Mouse at my school's library." combination of cartoon animals and the Holocaust left me confused and disturbed. It was basically basically <laughs> the equivalent of Milhouse and Lewis sneaking into Barton Fink. Wow. Barton Fink. Barton, Barton Fink. Fink. Um, Jesus I, Christ. Uh, yeah, I, I believe... I, I have be- Mouse, but I never finished it. I, be- I, I, do, I believe Mouse is um, given out in schools now. Yeah. It definitely wasn't when I was there. Um, it was... It was uh, I mean... I hate to say this about like something that's probably based somewhat in truth. Yeah. I mean, it is based on... Uh, yeah. like a. But it was slow. <laughs> like it, there's there's what? so much like, uh, oh, grandson. Let me tell you more about the war. No, I don't. Would remember. you like I, some tea, Grandpa? I it as, yes, son. I would like wow. tea. Uh, wait, that was the delayed Millhouse Barton response. Fink. Barton Fink. Uh, no, I thought I was riveted by it, but I read it as an adult. Yeah. Um, and and I do have one book in the house by Art Spiegelman. Ah. Uh, it is my Garbage Pail Kid art book because that guy not only like a Pulitzer Prize winner yeah. for Mouse helped create Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> Way to go, Spiegelman. Um, wait, let me get to this one. Uh, Hitler Me This Batman, which I now know as yeah. J Button on Twitch. Ah. Thank you very much. Uh, a Toy Story comic where Buzz and Woody hear a, a toy trapped in the attic and try and save it only to find out that it's actually a trapped bird. <laughs> oh, I hope that's a Bugs Life crossover. Uh, which I guess establishes that toys can talk to animals. Well, Woody has a relationship with the dog, with Buster, right? The, the dog doesn't talk though, right? Yeah, but he, he listens to him. Remember, the dog doesn't even listen to the humans, but he does oh, everything Woody right. says. Right, right, right. Um, which I guess uh, an ultimate warrior number one, which I couldn't even get uh, through as a child. And Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy might be mine now that I want to modify it. Um, now that I think about it, I might have gotten all these on the same day. <laughs> That's an awesome day. Yes, yeah, seriously. Uh, I really want to read the Ultimate Warrior comic. There's apparently one that's set around Christmas where he basically like what? kills Santa Claus. Really? Yeah. What? Like Some tortures Santa. Really? Tortures Santa Claus and. Where is he, Batman? 
Uh, Lord in- Lord English says because I wanted to be a cool hipster douche canoe, <laughs> I wanted my first non Marvel or DC comic to be one of the greats. And who was none more greater than Alan Moore? Mm. I got V for Vendetta for Christmas in 2005, and given that I was 12, most of it probably <laughs> flew over my head. But I remember it being cool and different from Superman and X Men I had grown up with. The anarchic monologue spouting V was certainly a striking was certainly striking and was a great gateway to non superhero comics. I mean, it's not only jarring from that perspective, from being 12. Like uh, I read it um, sometime in the mid 90s. Mm. And then I saw the movie, and then I went back to read it, and it is so rooted in England in the, ni- the 1980s. Ah. Like, tons of... It, it is dripping with political... Le- like, a Thatcher political shit that you yeah. couldn't possibly understand if had you yeah. not lived through that. So don't feel bad, yeah. uh, all I'm saying, Lord English. Uh, Watership Down Syndrome says, uh, it, would ha- it would be the first comic I ever bought with my own money, Aliens 4 from Dark Horse. Horse, horse. Uh, dark horse. Dark horse. Uh, the cover art blew me away in the mature content, and the story showed me comics could be more than just superhero stuff. Uh, this was back around 1989 when I was 12. Reading some of the other responses so far makes me feel ancient. Uh, after that, it would have to be the trade paperback collections of TMNT. I read those books over and over again. I would like, I keep meaning to revisit those because I read very little of those when I was a kid. They weren't really available, like widely available, but. I was a huge team in T dude and a comic dude at the same time. So the fact that I haven't read all those, there's huh. not that many. Um, ooh, what does Triskidable say? Uh, Triskidable says probably the Yu-Gi-Oh manga. <laughs> saw, saw, saw it in a Barnes and Noble back when Viz was beginning the, its broad takeover of manga printing in the U.S. Picked it up and I've been frequently reading manga ever since. Interesting, interesting thing to note: the early YGO manga. YGO is the same amount of saying it really is. is what it's the it's just really mispronouncing for. it. <laughs> it was just games in general. Card games didn't crop up until around volume four, and oh. the games played were absurdly high stakes. Loser gets incinerated, stabbed in the throat <laughs> with a knife, etc. Wow, I'm guessing the show is not like that at all, or the games. I, I, we were talking to the wrong guys for if you want uh, UGO yeah, anecdotes. This is true. Well, sorry. We'll have to move on to I Hate Phantom Spaceman. says, uh, making the first post on the forums. He used to, As a kid, I read some kind of Kool-Aid Man comic that was pretty memorable. But after I dove into X-Men comics, I remember stepping out into the first Shooter and Lampum Harbinger trade paperback, which was so minty fresh at the time. But the real eye-opener was that Amazing Death, the High Cost of Living miniseries. This made me a fan of Chris uh, Bacolo? Bacolo? Uh, for life, and I think I rebuilt my personal teenage philosophy seven times over because of Gaiman's story. Um, I I would buy these issues every time I saw them in the cheap bins and give them to anyone who would take them. I am so sadly behind in Gaiman's stuff. Oh, I wish yeah, Hank was here. Yeah, I should read that. I've read all of the um, of Sandman, Sandman. Mm. and I guess isn't Death is a character? Sandman, yeah, I right? think so. Yeah, so should do that. Uh, Ravenbaum says, for me, it was always Saint Exuperies of the little. The Little Prince. Ah. My French grandmother gave me a comic not long after I was born. But the first comic I really got into was one I would read when we went down to California to visit my dad's side of the family. They're European immigrants. And got into another French comic, Tintin. I I really loved all the Tintins, except for (laughs) the first really racist one in Africa where the black people are in Al Al Jolson blackface and Tintin kills a rhino with dynamite. After drilling a hole in the rhino's armored back to place the dynamite because he couldn't outright kill the dino with, rhino with a gun. Even without the SG, SJW red flags that, fir, that first Tintin book gave off, the writing is weak. There's really no overarching story like there is in later 
books, and it's all on black and white. Uh, skip to the next one. It's uh, I accidentally pasted one that one twice. Mm. So Zep Browser is next. Um, oh, and Zap Browsdower says, Well, I was a tween in the early 90s, so I was exposed to a lot of Image and Malibu comics. Good for you. Uh, I think the first one I ever read was Sludge. At this time, I was convinced it was an incredibly well-written comic. I just reread it last year, and it's just a big, dumb sewage monster taking on a rejected Batman-type villains. Man, the early 90s was a very strange time uh, to be a comic book fan. Yeah, but also lovely. And I'll just read this last one. Thunderbird 2 says, Living in Scotland for the first time, uh, the first comic I ever read was The Beano. I read it every week as a kid and had uh, fantasies of getting up to mischief like Dennis the Menace and his dog, Nasher. Uh, although I had, I'm never sure how to pronounce the dog's name. Sound, Nasher sounds good. It's like a sausage yeah. over there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Or mash, aren't that, they? I yeah. will throw that out. I, I don't know if I've said this before. Uh, my friend's parents came back from England with a comic you like comics we picked yeah. you up some English comics and it was Roger the Artful Dodger oh yeah I've read, I think I've read that have you I because I, you know I used to go to Ireland like every other year when I was a oh, kid oh okay like 90% of my relatives well back then like yeah probably like 75% or so of my family mm-hmm. lived in Ireland yeah so I, I would I, I read the Beano like every time oh, I went I've over oh I've never there. heard of it oh it's so great like uh, I'm trying to remember who else is in there uh, oh, the Bastry kids—they were—they were cool. Oh shit! Sorry. Roger, Roger the Dodger—he was one of the Beanos. Was he? Yeah. Okay, so that I remember reading that, and and like, um, I the only analog we had was Archie. Yeah. Whereas like Roger the like there was some bad kid shit in there, like yeah. some real oh, no, bad kid yeah. shit that that. Guy, I was like, this isn't. Oh god, these kids are doing things that kids in American comics don't do. This is mm. this this feels really weird to read, exotic and naughty. And so me and my friend got into it for a while, but in a world with no eBay and internet, we never found any more ever. <laughs> I just love some of these Beano character names. Uh, Give them to me. Let's see. Biffo the Bear, Lord Snooty, <laughs> Babyface Finaelson, The Little Plum, Pansy Potter. Uh, <laughs> I Yeah, I, I really only remember Roger the Dodger and Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think it was like an alt, like a... The biggest competitor of the Beano, I forget what they were called. I don't. They, I think, it might be the Dandy, but it's basically the like one of their stars is just this big giant cowboy. Huh. I don't know. Is he just uh, a big old American? No, I, he was just a, I guess, a British cowboy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right. But well, that is the question. Like Hillbilly Jim. I'm going to make the question of the week super lame because I have to handle everything mm-hmm. for right now. But you know what it's going to be. Now, it's not that it's lame. It's like, what was your biggest surprise? What is your Comic-Con moment this year that you'd like to tell us about? What Did something piss you off? Did something make you really happy? Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of cool announcements of new books. Um, and uh, definitely a bunch of, on the Marvel front, a bunch mm-hmm. of new stuff. I didn't see much about DC Comics. I think, like, the uh, movie stuff overshadowed all that yeah. in, my, in my Facebook feed. But I would love to hear your thoughts on your coolest Comic-Con takeaway. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see Spider-Man... Uh, team up with Deadpool again because I, yeah. I do love Daniel Way's uh, three issue arc where he teams up with Spider Man to take on Hit Monkey because I love Hit Monkey. Oh wow! So this is an actual comic thing you're excited for. Yeah, not yeah. Uh, not one of those moving pictures. No, not a moving picture. Yeah, I mean I can't think of anything because well, I, I you know what I liked I I I really liked the the Batman versus Superman trailer, but I liked it more when they had like someone on mm-hmm. on Twitter just posted an image showing that one part from the. Uh, the, from the new trailer where uh, Ben Affleck is running mm. through the street, Bruce Wayne, he sees like um, that was... Superman's like uh, light eye lightning or whatever shooting out the windows in the exact same yep. way that it did in the I, previous uh, trailer. I wish for, I could have been here to yeah. vent about it because the internet like took a day or two to like yeah. put that together and I'm like, that was immediate for me and that was sort I, of yeah. like, 
oh my god, that's I, I mean I kind of figured they were going to address that somehow, and yeah. that's where their differences were going to come from. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seeing that exact thing from a separate angle. Yeah. And also, why is Wayne Industries in Metropolis? Yeah. I forget. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm sure there's. Yeah, I'm sure he has different locations. I don't know if it, if when we mentioned it, maybe it was on the first half of this episode, but like, it is weird that they're so close. Apparently, they're yeah, supposed to be what, like San Francisco, Oakland, close. It's like, eh, then why is Superman not uh, solving crimes all the time? Yeah, I'm in the uh, middle. Of, I'm, I'm I'm halfway through Arkham Knight and really could have used Superman help uh, yeah. in some <laughs> of these cases. I'm pretty pretty overwhelmed as Batman right now. Fuck those Cobra tanks. Anyway, thank you very much. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums to answer the question. Uh, hopefully I'll have it up sometime after posting. Again, we're all a little overworked right now. The Patreon, patreon.com slash lasertime. Yeah. Unlocked stuff way faster than we expected while all of us were going out of town. So we're going to need like a week or so to regroup. But until then, if you're a Patreon subscriber... Um, we have a new episode of Talking Simpsons up discussing There's No Disgrace Like Home. It is not a Simpsons commentary. It is mm-hmm. a, a half an hour discussion with sound clips and history. It's longer than the show. Yeah, it's a, it's slightly longer than the actual yeah. show, which my goal is to try and keep... You can't, yeah, you can't... Under 21 minutes. No, 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 but like not an hour. You, yeah. To do oh, an yeah, hour totally. on a 22 minute program seemed That's like way crazy. too much overkill. Yeah. Well, um, the, and I, the I always wanted to do a half an hour yeah. show because we can't seem to do one. Yeah. Because look at this. We're just reading responses and we're 20 <laughs> minutes in. I'm a big fucking blabbermouth who needs yeah. attention. Uh, but we have that. And this week we went a little short because just Dave and I did an episode of Bonus Time. And yeah. we have a commentary up for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. That was the Monday night movie this week. I believe Super Mario Brothers is next week's. Yep. Uh, so join us for that. $5 on Patreon. Other than that, um, we have a, all write-ups on all these trailers, including the leaked Deadpool stuff, which still hasn't been given an official uh, release mm-hmm. from Fox just yet, but looked really cool. I love R-rated Deadpool. I am very excited. Um, and, uh, yeah, the DC, uh, the Marvel vs. Superman, Jesus, <laughs> Batman vs. Superman trailer and the uh, Suicide tra- uh, Suicide Squad trailer, and as well as Hank wrote a top seven about in tribute to Saturo Iwata. Yeah. We lost him this week. It hit the... Uh, Geekverse way harder than I expected yep. personally for me and mm-hmm. for everyone else. I'm not, it's nice. To, I've never seen an executive matter mm-hmm. that much to people. Uh, so we have a nice little tribute up at lasertimepodcast.com as well as Video Game Apocalypse is up this week mm-hmm. in a new episode of Laser Time focused on the worst films by great directors. A really cool discussion. Leave a comment. I'd really like to do a follow-up yeah. um, with everyone on that. Uh, yeah, so there's also... Um a new cheap, uh, cheap podcast commentary. If you mm-hmm. donate at the $10 level, mm. we uh, covered Shawn Michaels versus Triple H at SummerSlam 2002, a match that I was at, and Shawn Michaels' return match. Mm-hmm. It was a, it's a really great match. And um, I wrote up some Comic-Con stuff. I wrote about the Back to the Future comic that was announced, Ooh. but uh, I'm slightly disappointed by. I also compared the uh, the two Walking Dead trailers mm. that were released at Comic Con and why, I wrote about why I'm more excited for, about the spinoff than the next season of the show. I I need to check that out. I've yeah. just been so busy. I want to see that, and you might have some major league thing coming this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. yeah. I By hope. the time you read this, it, it, it should be up or within a matter of hours. Mm. This up being up. Yeah. Awesome. Well, head to lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, I should have something up for you guys there this week. I don't want to make any promises because it's been delayed for about a month given all the goings on and such. But fun times. Thank you very much for supporting us. Uh, hit us up again. Until then, you want to say Excelsior, Dave? Excelsior! Excelsior.